huge news, years in the making, my brand new book that my publishers refuse to publish, Money Matrix. Beat the money system and build generational wealth. Understand the three main ways that the banks productize you and make money from you. You'll be able to turn that system against itself, build generational wealth and multiple streams of recurring income. It's all at moneymatrix.cash. And if you're quick, the first few hundred registrants and buyers will receive many special bonuses from me. The brand new Moneymaker Summit three-day special event. Meet me at a champagne reception. Meet me at a multi-millionaire networking dinner. Go now, moneymatrix.cash. This is huge. If cash is not king, then what is? Volatile emotions will always erode wealth. So they say cash is king. You may have heard that phrase. Maybe 50 years ago, cash was king. Cash is not king. Cash is no longer king. Uh, And anyone who tells you that cash is king is either lying or they are misinformed. So before I tell you what is king, if cash isn't king, I want to talk to you about the two main types of money. So there's capital and there's income. Capital is lumps of cash, which sounds sexy. Who would like lumps of cash? Lumpy money, as my business partner calls it. He loves lumpy money, big chunks. Like the big chunks in the cookies. Big chunks of cash, that's capital. Uh, And then income is inflowing, ongoing, residual type of money. Now, if cash is not king, then what is? Well, first, the reason that cash is not king I don't know if you have been checking interest rates at the moment, but interest rates couldn't be closer to zero. In fact, there was even talk of there being minus interest rates, which would mean you'd have to pay the bank to look after your money for you. And I say look after. Um, If you can't see on the audio, I've got the quotation fingers and I'm smiling away. So you get no return on cash. If interest rates are 5% or 10%, you've got a 5% or 10% return. Gross, not net, by the way. There's a big difference. So that's number one reason why cash is no longer king. Because you put it in the bank and it goes down instead of up. The second reason, I'm not going to go too doomsday here, but inflation. Now, they'll tell you the, the rates of inflation. You know, the two different indexes for inflation. But... Let's just look at how much money has been printed since the lockdown. Um, according to some sources, up to 70% of all dollars that have existing, existed in the currency of the history of the dollar, up to 70% of those dollars have been printed since the lockdown. It's called quantitative easing. Uh, and if more and more and more cash is printed, then the value of all cash in GDP, in society goes down, which is why many cryptos, especially Bitcoin, have been going up and up and up and up because there's a finite supply. So if anything is infinite in supply or potentially infinite, or they can create more and more and more of it, usually the existing supply goes down in value, usually. So you have no control over how much money is printed and how much your currency is inflated, i.e. reduced in value. But, you know, we've all heard stories of countries where, you know, a million dollars buys you a loaf of bread because of hyperinflation. 
So that's the second reason why cash is not king. The third reason is cash does not produce income unless it's invested. And I'll talk about that. So cash on its own, just sitting there, will tend to erode. If you're green, you grow. If you're ripe, you rot. Nothing stays the same. It's either growing or decaying. There's a fundamental law of money which states that money is worth more today than it is tomorrow. And what that means is it will erode over time. Now, if there's good interest rates or if there's an appreciating asset that the cash has been investing in, that changes the game, which is why cash isn't king. But your money will erode. And whether that's through inflation or zero interest rates, there's another reason why cash isn't king. And people actually don't tell you this. Uh, an economist won't tell you this. It's your own emotions. Emotions that are volatile tend to erode wealth. And if you have cash, people say, I want cash for a rainy day. But then you use it, but it's not really raining. Or you have an irregular shock or an expense, or you just want to go on holiday. Do you know, I really deserve a holiday. That money I've been saving up, I sh I'm worth it. I should spend it on me. I really deserve a holiday. You spend it on a holiday. You enjoy the holiday for a week. You come back. Then you've got the come down after the holiday, but you've, the cash is gone. So your emotions erode your capital. So you have to protect your capital from your emotions as well as the government, as well as inflation. And then again, doomsday scenario version 3.0, maybe the government, the system can get their hands on your money. HMRC, the IRS can get their hands on your cash, freeze your assets. So these are all the reasons why cash isn't king. Now, I'm not saying cash isn't queen, or in fact, maybe queen is bigger than king in, in chess. The queen trumps the king. In my relationship, the, tree, the queen definitely trumps the king. But maybe cash is a rook now. So king and queen are income. And the reason income is king is because income keeps incoming. So if you make income residual and recurring, i.e. every week or every month or every year, even if you spend the income, it keeps coming in. It's relentless. So cash can get eroded, but income is relentless. Now, I'm going to talk to you in a bit more detail about this. First off, though, I've put up an Instagram story uh, listing all the points that I'm going through here so you can have them to save them on your phone. If I get really good um, quotes or I see really good sort of lists of how to be happy, how to be wealthy, etc., if I see them on Instagram or on Facebook, I save them to my phone. Because then I can go through them and just get myself some nice little um, soundbite reminders. So on my Instagram profile, if you follow me there now, you'll see on my story, I've written why cash is not king on my cash flow is and the reasons that cash flow are king. And you can save that on your phone or put it as a screensaver. So just and make sure you follow me on Instagram before you check my story out and you can see that there. So what you do with your cash then is you turn it into an asset. So the great thing about taking capital, which is cash, which isn't king, and putting it into an asset is the following. Number one, when you put cash into an asset, you protect the cash from yourself. You protect you from yourself. You can spend cash, but you can't spend cash that sat in an asset because it's not that liquid. And ideally, you make it not that liquid, unless you're looking for liquidity, by the way. Um, so you, pr you protect yourself from yourself and you protect your cash from yourself, number one. Number two is you can uh, leverage an asset. So let's say you had, a, had 100 grand, you put it in an asset, but you could raise debt or equity on that asset. 
and that 100 grand cash could actually create a 500 grand asset. And then you'll earn income on the 500 grand asset, not just 100 grand in cash. So you can leverage cash um, to create an asset worth two, five, even 10 times more than the cash. And you earn on the full value, not just on the cash. That's the second reason why cash in an asset is king. The next reason is the asset produces income. So you turn cash into income. And income is relentless, indestructible. Because you spend it, it comes back next month. You spend it again, it comes back next month. You spend it again, it comes back next month. Um, I don't know if you have a cat or you've seen those cats. Cats are pretty persistent. And they'll jump up on your lap and you'll chuck them off and they'll jump them up on your lap and you'll chuck them off and they'll jump on your lap and they'll chuck them off. And they'll keep coming till you give up and it just sits on your lap purring. Well, that's what cash though is like. It keeps coming, you spend it, it keeps coming. You can spend me every month if you want. I'm coming, I'm coming. So you take your capital, you put it into an asset like real estate or a digital asset or your personal brand. If you put um, capital into your personal brand and you build your personal brand and you build your following and you build your community and you build the goodwill with your community, then you get sponsorships, endorsements, partnerships, etc. So it's very, very powerful. So the, the, the saying cash is king, where it comes from is, I believe, that cash protects you from irregular shocks and expenses from increased overhead. Uh, and it means you've always got a, a safety, a margin of safety, as they call it. But that was under the assumption that cash maybe earned a half decent interest in the bank. And that was before there were other asset classes or it was really well known um, and probably not really thinking about the quantitative easing and the just constant printing of it to reduce your, the value of yours. Now, um, I don't think they tell you the real rate of inflation, and I would not believe the figures. Um, you know, the, the two indexes that they measure inflation, I, I look at them and I think, there is no way my cash has, um, you know, only really gone down by 2 or 3% this year. There's no way. Because I look at what everything costs, and it's going way up. How can my cash only be worth 2 to 3 times, 2 to 3% less? Uh, and, and look, I don't want to be, again, too doomsdayish or sceptical, but in stop it depreciating by holding it in cash and start it appreciating by putting it into an asset. So now I do want to say one thing, though. Um, my friend Grant Cardone, he says cash is trash. And of course, it's a nice soundbite. And I get where he's coming from. Inflation, quantitative easing, your emotion, spending it. It's not actually worth anything. It's a it's not a, a, it's it's an imagined construct. I get all that. However, if cash is trash, then liquidity is not. And you need access to cash when you need it. And yeah, you don't want hundreds of thousands of pounds or millions of pounds in the bank. I get that. You probably want to work out a percentage of your wealth in cash. Um, and it probably, it, it, whereas it might have been 10, 20% before, it might be 2 to 5% now. I don't know. But you must have liquidity, even if you don't have cash. And I'll talk about that now. So I did um, an episode for my money podcast. You can, again, just search any um, podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, any podcast platform, Spotify, and you'll find my money podcast. And I did ep an episode on the three types of millionaire. There is um, uh, an asset millionaire, a net worth millionaire, and a liquid millionaire. Now, apparently Forbes measure 
millionaires as well as billionaires. Um, and their measure is, can you get, can you just take, draw a million pound out of the bank? I actually think that's a really bad measure. Um, and I think Forbes have got that wrong. Why? Because you, even if you're worth a billion, you don't want a million in the bank. You want a million or 10 million liquid, but you don't want it in the bank. So actually, liquid millionaire is what I call it, which I think is more powerful than a, a cash millionaire. Can you access a million or more in cash? And what liquid millionaire means is, can, have you got liquidity and could you access cash quickly? And for me, liquidity is probably a week. You know, are you a week away from being able to access a good amount of cash? So in the UK, we have ISAs, you have your stock investments, you have, might have your cryptos, etc. If you can liquidate them in a, a week, you have liquidity. Whereas if your money is parked in real estate or other assets, that liquidity might be three months, six months, something like that. I have quite a lot of watches and I used to think they were liquid and Rolex Daytona's are liquid. I could get the money out of that in a week. But some of the other brands, they're not that liquid and they might take a month or more. So if you watch that content, I won't detail it now, but it's, it's called um, The Three Types of Millionaires. It's that, that piece of content's done well on TikTok. It's on my um, money podcast. But liquidity is way more important than cash. And people will confuse it. Liquidity is access to cash quickly. And cash is the cash that you've got right now. So for, an exam for example, you might have zero cash, but you might be liquid. Why? Because you can access assets and refinance them or sell them or cash out on them within a week. But here's more liquidity people don't talk about. Liquidity is access to partners, access to financiers, financiers, sorry, lend ability. How many people in your black book do you have that might lend you a million or invest in an asset class with you um, for a million or five million or 10 million? You know, your, your net work, they say your net work is your net worth and that's where it comes from. So you don't have to have any cash. You can be broke and still be liquid if you've got access to that black book. So it's really important to remember that cash is not king. Cash flow is king. The best thing you can do is take all your cash, invest it into assets, some liquid, some less liquid, build up your asset, leverage the debt so that you can get, a, instead of getting a 5% return on your money, you could get a, a 5 to 10% return on the asset value. That's between a five and 10 times return than just hardcore on the cash. Um, in terms of how you invest and what you invest in and how you diversify in your investment strategy, I'll leave that for another episode. So a couple of little things for you to do now then. Thanks for following me, by the way. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Uh, do it now. Uh, and then on my stories, you've got a little bullet point list of um, the content I've shared with you today. I'm trying to give you good resources. I'm trying my best to be omnipresent across all channels. So this will go on my podcasts, Disruptive Entrepreneur and Money. I'm actually Facebook living and Clubhouse rooming at the same timing. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. Hit the share button. If you're watching on Facebook, hit the share button right now. Uh, we need to get more money, money education out there. You know, money is not taught in schools. This stuff is not taught in schools. We should be taught this as a teenager. You know, I was taught geography at school. What's geography? Geography is geography in French. I was taught geography in French at school, but I wasn't taught money management, managing my emotions. I wasn't taught about liquidity, about budgeting. Um, I wasn't taught any of that stuff. What the fuck is going on in the world if I'm taught geography in French, but I'm not taught about basic money management and my emotions around money? Volatile emotions will always erode wealth. Too excited, too depressed will erode wealth or hoard or um, repel wealth. So how you manage your emotions is how you manage your money. You're, You'll never make more money until you learn to manage what you've already got. 
These fundamental laws of money, people do not teach them at school, but they taught me geography and French. Change the system, hit the share button. Oh, thanks for tuning in on the live. I'll see you on the other side.